Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time now for a look at BYU's ground game, brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Through three quarters of play, BYU's run for 192 yards, either 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five going into the postseason. It'll be up to ESPN, most likely to find a home for the Cougs. There are a couple of options. There's at least one bowl that ESPN operates that has an at-large position. And then there are a couple of projected bowls that may not have spots filled by contracted conferences. And so I think uh, as long as ESPN's involved in those bowls and BYU's got six, I think they'll be okay. They really like BYU and the draw they get from the television and also from the people in the stands. And, uh, the student section really having some fun still tonight, Greg. I, I like the idea that they're hanging around and still playing. The, they're still having fun out there in the stands and kicking around probably don't have that 9 o'clock church tomorrow. BYU's total offense number through three quarters, 364 on 192 rush, 172 pass. Aggies at 46 rush, 223 pass for 269 total. Second and 15 for New Mexico State at the Aggies 48 after the ball slipped out of the hand of Josh Atkins on the final play of the third quarter. He fell on it for a loss on the play. Slipping and sliding has been a theme here tonight, although it's been a dry evening. Atkins shuffles the feet, dumps it off underneath at midfield to Jason Huntley. It was on second and 15 and got maybe three is all. So third down and 12 coming up. And man, the Aggies have had to run a lot of third down plays. This is their 20th third down attempt of the evening. Takitaki on that tackle. Uh, again, closed in a hurry. As soon as that receiver catches a football, it's so much easier to tackle them before they get ahead of steam. Empty backfield for the quarterback, Josh Atkins. Redshirt freshman in Las Cruces. Takes a thigh-high snap. Downfield he throws and a shot there at the 40-yard line, but is incomplete intended for Jonathan Boone, who slid to the ground to try and haul it in. It'll go to 4th and 12, and the Aggies are punting it away down 28. Question now will be, or is it Tanner Mangum time when the offense gets on the field here? Aggies are punting it away. Zach Wilson's had moderate success. 12 for 26 for a buck 72. No touchdowns, but no picks. We do believe we'll see Tanner Mangum at some point. The only question now is now the time. I say yes. <laughs> Kick toward Colley. Goes out of bounds at the far sideline. I'd like the fourth quarter to belong to Tanner, and I th- think I'm going to get my wish. Well, Tanner Mangum is in the game. Fans, I think, spotting that as well. 14-14 to play. Timeout. We'll get to Tanner Mangum's first series of this game next. 38-10. Cougs over the Ags on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football is brought to you by Siegfried & Jensen. Siegfried & Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. 14-14 remaining here at the Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU leading New Mexico State 38-10. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons with you. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. It's getting, kind of, it's, uh, it's getting colder down there. I'm, uh, I'm trying to move around a little bit more to stay, uh, stay warm. Well, Zach Wilson's night is done on 75 consecutive pass attempts without an INT thrown. Tanner Mangum's night begins here early in the fourth quarter. Lopini Katoa at tailback and the fans applauding Tanner Mangum's entrance into the game. The senior on this senior night had so many wonderful moments at BYU, and certainly his final year didn't go the way he intended, but yet great leader, 
captain and teammate. And he's out here for the fourth quarter for the Cougs. A motion. Simon, the handoff Katoa, and Katoa goes left. And down the left sideline, stays on his feet inside the 30 to the 25-23 yard line of New Mexico State. And BYU has a 100-yard rusher. Lopini Katoa, over 100 on that carry. We'll call that play call and run from Lopini, a UCCU smart decision. Brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Helping people make smart financial decisions every day. Lock in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. 50-yard run for Lopini Katoa, his longest run by a long stretch. His previous long, I believe, was 16 this year. Tyler Algier in there running back right now. Mangum at shotgun. Pulls it away from Algier. Tanner goes for the five-yard line. Caught by Holker inside the five to the one. It'll be first and goal from the one. Mangum whips it to Holker. And Dallin sets BYU up first and goal just inside the two, almost the one-yard line. So Tanner comes in, two plays, two big plays, and BYU first and goal. Yeah, that was a dart that he threw to that uh, Holker. Pretty good coverage, good catch by Holker. Mangum shotgun, Lopini back in. Oh, yeah, Lopini. The touchdown maker, he's got three. Number four, looking for four. The handoff to Lopini. He runs it left off, tackle left, and back into the end zone. His home for the night. That's four touchdowns for Lopini Katoa. And BYU goes up 44-10 with a PAT pending. Tanner got to play three plays. <laughs> we'll get some wasn't more. It, wasn't that uh, Lapini on the wrong, long run in the pass and then the score? Yeah, three runs. Number three plays. Goes Katoa, Holker, Katoa, and he's in. 13.09 to go. Southam on for the PAT. Skyler Southam. Fowler to hold. Fowler, a senior. High snap. Fowler puts it down. Southam puts it through. BYU's up 45-10. Timeout on the field. 13.09 to go. Jason Shepard, scoreboard update next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Earlier today in Madison, Wisconsin, BYU Cross Country participating in the NCAA National Championships. The men took second, the women finished seventh. Congratulations to the BYU Cougars. Now back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Shep. Officially tonight, an attendance of 47,505. Largest crowd to see a New Mexico State football game by that number. BYU leading it 45-10. to 10. The Cougars have for a second straight week scored in every quarter. Yeah, the yeah, Cougars right. scored every quarter in the Kalani Satake era. Got a pretty good record. They'll go to 9-1 and one when just simply scoring a little bit or a lot bit in every quarter. <laughs> well, that does kind of demonstrate the consistency that you're looking for when you're able to pick up points in every quarter. And, and BYU's had that consistency tonight that, uh, that's an improvement over last week, and you are preparing for what you're going to do next week. BYU, no turnovers tonight. That's the number you want to attach to consistency. Tanner Mangum led a 73-yard drive. Three plays, 105 off the clock. That's called an explosive drive. Kickoff. Fair caught at the one-yard line by Jason Huntley. 13.09 to play, and BYU's up big as they were last week. And so, Mark, we've seen BYU, and I, I used the three teams to compare... 
Hawaii, UMass, and New Mexico State all had similar profiles, and BYU did against all three similar things. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so they accomplished what they wanted to do. The only thing that didn't happen again tonight is they had that same slow start. And so uh, it's got to be confusing to everybody as to why they have a hard time getting it going. BYU fans need a new car? Well, for a deal sure to make you rise and shout, visit Ken Garf Volkswagen on University Parkway or KenGarfVolkswagen.com. We hear you. Ball placed 25-yard line. New Mexico State, first down and 10 for the Ags. Josh Atkins has gone all the way. BYU brings four. Put seven in coverage. Crossing round. Pass underneath on the crosser. Huntley makes the catch and sprints to the far sideline. Is ultimately forced out. Huntley or Caldwell? It's Royce Caldwell on the catch, beg your pardon. Looked like Huntley, that's for sure. Or he catches that football and accelerates. And even though some guy has the angle on him, uh, he's able to outrun him to the sideline. Good job by Caldwell. Yeah, New Mexico State, they've got some some uh, quick, slippery yep. guys uh, they've, that I've been pretty impressed with. Caldwell's 5'8", buck 70 is all. And now we've got, oh, timeout, BYU. Is that what I see? BYU is called the first timeout of the half. 30-second timeout. Hmm. So we'll take a break with them. 12.49 to go still here at LaVale Edwards Stadium. BYU 45, New Mexico State 10 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We have 12.49 to go here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in Provo, Utah. The Cougars leading at 45-10 to 10 over New Mexico State. The Aggies are about to fall to 3-8 on the year. BYU is about to go to 6-5 with one more game remaining. They'll be in Salt Lake City next Saturday night taking on the Utes. Utes won today in Colorado, ending their Pac-12 slate. Yeah, they had a, a snowstorm going on there, and uh, I saw part of that uh, Wyoming Air Force game. It was uh, quite a snowstorm going on. So, and uh, Utah State, man, alive! They uh, almost got bumped off today with a couple other schools that would have been interesting. Ohio State barely uh, held on on it stopping a two-point conversion. Well, let's say Maryland stopped themselves yeah. on a two-point conversion. Should have made it. Here, it's first and ten. New Mexico State at their own 49-yard line. 12.49 to play. This game hasn't exactly uh, flown on by yeah, tonight. Yeah, I know. It. Shotgun on a single back. A three-step. A left-flat throw. Dropped. By Jason Huntley. One of the reasons is, uh, is he in 50s yet? How many passes has he thrown? Is he in the 50s? 53. Yeah, see, that's part of the reason why that uh, this has taken a long time. Yeah, a lot of incompletions. He's thrown 31 incompletions, 31 clock stoppers, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I think the (laughs) UMass game would have been over by now, for sure. Playing from behind, not a lot of run game to speak of to begin with, and throw, throw, throw. Scramble to the right, dump off and a throw away into the BYU team area. Somebody made a good catch over there. Somebody <laughs> I was excited about. Yeah. Gennaro Guilford. <laughs> like a good defensive back. <laughs> yeah, Gennaro made one of the 
fantastic plays that I have as a memory here at uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium yeah. and the interception against Utah. Right down that far at the same sideline yeah. he's on right now. Yeah. New Mexico State's 8 for 20 as they look at 3rd and 10, 8 for 20 on 3rd downs. Throw down the far side. Incomplete down the BYU boundary. And it'll be 4th down and 10 and New Mexico State punts it away. Yeah, Guilford's catch is okay, but nothing comes close to Mitchell Jurgens' catch of a kickoff in windy Foxborough last yeah, Saturday. Right. One-handed. <laughs> one-handed one on the sideline, a kickoff that he caught while holding a mic in one hand, nonchalantly one hands uh, the, the kick with the other. On the, on a, again, a windy, swirling day, nothing's easy. Feet firmly placed, looks it into his arms, and makes the catch. Thank, thank Punter you, Punter dropped it. Yep, Punter drops it and, bob- and just kind of end over ends a wobbler downfield. So that play was a mess. From the start, and it'll be a short field for BYU as they mark it at the far sideline. 12-23 to play. We keep it right here. Again, Mitch, Mitch, like for Mitch, it was like no big deal. Like I've been doing this all my life. But <laughs> it was so impressive to me to see what he did last week in the wind there at Gillette Stadium. And Mitch gets to say he made, the, he made a catch in Gillette Stadium. You know, who gets oh, to say man. that? Hey, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be able to tell my kids that, you know? Yeah, yeah I caught a kickoff in Gillette Stadium. <laughs> I was working the sidelines, and I was out of bounds at the time, but hey, I did. Still a catch. 15-yard punt. Yikes. Tanner Mangum under center. Hand off Lopini. Lopini Katoa with a gain of five. Keeping it inside. 41-yard line, second and five. Well, yeah, this is where it becomes difficult to play the game because uh, you have this big lead. Uh, you want to let Tanner play the game, but on the other hand, you kind of want to just run the football and uh, get this thing over with. Mangum backs up into shotgun position. Again, a handoff. Lopini following blockers right. Running out of room, so he cuts it up field near the boundary and on second and five, gain of four before he's forced out at the 45-yard line. So, third down and one coming up for BYU. And New Mexico State player Roy Lopez holding his left arm to his side as he's out injured. No platoon on the D-line as a result. Tanner Mangum on third and one. He's in shotgun. BYU 7-14 on third downs. Might be back-to-back 50% days for BYU. After not having won through nine games. Katoa's got the first down. He's got more. Lowers the helmet and at the 50-yard line. Knocks over a tackler or two. Gain of seven on third down and one. BYU moving the chains. And Lopini will jog off. He'll bring back Tyler Algiers. So, saw a little bit of Riley Burt. Ten carries worth of Riley Burt. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Looks like they're going to play the youngsters now. So Tanner Mangum waiting a shotgun snap on first and 10. Clock rolling at 10.50. Ball at the Aggie 48. Tanner claps his hands. They blitz from the right. The run is to the right with Algier. Tyler Algier to the 45. Gain of three, maybe four. You know, uh, Braden Nilbakri is now in, and I don't think he's been playing yeah, yet earlier in the game. I, so saw, I saw him as a wing back on a play or two. But he's out there on that wing again. Got an injury earlier in the year and really uh, limited his play and then kind of went away from this particular formation. Addison Pulsifer is at tight end left. Dax Milne is back in the game, or in the game. Achille Davis, too. Yeah. 
A clap of the hands by Mangum. A handoff to Algier. Algier gets second level. 30, 20, 10, 5. To the goal line. They're going to mark him short. One oh. yard short. A 44-yard run for number 45. And a New Mexico play and Mexico State player is down at the one involved in the tackle. Well, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I don't think he did quite make it as I watched the replay. I don't think he quite made it in there. My guess is they'll give it to him again. It's a big run by the Rook. Tyler Algier wearing the old Harvey Unga number. Yeah. 45, tripped up at the 5 and fell just shy of the plane. Mm. Mark, I think you're right. You want to give him that satisfaction. Give him the play here on first and goal from the one. Or they'll probably Aggie players still down. By the way, BYU's now at 307 rushing yards yeah. and a grand total of 500 yards of offense, a season high in total offense for the Kooks. There's also a good chance they'll put in Lapini. <laughs> He's the touchdown guy tonight. Yeah. Four for Katoa, by the way. And uh, New Mexico State player finally up. He's down in the vicinity of the tackle. This could, be, this could be a perfect time for the quarterback sneak by Tanner Mangum Ooh, wow. to sneak it in the end zone. You're right. That would be a great call in my mind. Last time BYU uh, played New Mexico State was in Las Cruces, and James Lark had a whale of a game and threw, what, six TD passes, and Cody Hoffman caught five and set a record in that game. Have you already talked about that? I talked about it during our throwback Thursday that we put on uh, BYUCougars.com, but uh, that was that game. Six touchdowns for Lark. Five catches for Hoffman. Hoffman setting the BYU single-game receiving touchdown record. And Lark's passing yardage in that game set a record for a quarterback making his first start at BYU, which it was for James Lark. uh, He was in for an injured uh, Riley Nelson. Is that right? So it was uh, quite an... I remember our drive to Las Cruces. From Albuquerque. Yeah, from Albuquerque. That was a good one. <laughs> you listened to a BYU women's soccer game. Oh, that's right. On the we way did. down was the North Carolina game. Yeah. Elite so, eight here. Yeah, those times are gone, Greg. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier I played in a turkey bowl this morning with Mitch Matthews. Our two quarterbacks today were James Lark and Riley Nelson. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you told me uh, what there were four schools there? Yeah, there were there were a number of schools there. We there was representation from the University of Utah, Utah State. Um, Snow College, so yeah, it was a it was a fun little tournament we played in, and um, yeah, you know, dusting off the old cleats, and <laughs> we're all I'm sure we're, I'm walking around sore today. Yeah, uh, hamstrings are a little tight. I'm sure you know everyone else is as well. So uh, when I'm talking about these, so many of these seniors aren't going to have a chance to play, you know, football again. I guess that doesn't include kind of the turkey bowl, right? No, yeah, flag football, softball, basketball. There you go. Those will be sports they all pick up. Golf. Yep. All right, BYU back in here. First down and goal from the one. Ball between the hashes for Mangum in the offense. The Louis Lapuaha was in the game for BYU at right tackle. A shift of tight trips to the right. Mangum under center. Algier the tailback. Bootleg for Tanner, throws for the end zone, and it is picked off in the end zone. Interception by New Mexico State. 
Oh, boy, isn't that something. I didn't think that play was coming. He threw it before he was ready because he had a guy in his face. Yeah, they, uh, they came straight through. Uh, didn't fool him on the play action. And uh, so he was just going to get rid of it and not take that sack. Instead, you know, he even had a chance. He had two BYU receivers out there. So first a goal from the one. This was a play to get Tanner a touchdown. A touchdown pass, yeah. Touchdown pass, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, Mitchell's choice better, running on a quarterback sneak. So now first and 10, New Mexico State at their own 20-yard line, 9.50 to go. is up 45-10. to 10. Christian Gibson receives a pass wow, left flat. Jacobson? And is thrown down oh, by... No. BYU DB. Was that Jared Capisi? Yeah, that's Capisi. Yeah. Jared Capisi with the throwdown. Yeah, it was. Call that a Martin's collision of the game. Capisi on Gibson. Second down seven. Atkins again to Gibson. And again, Capisi with another good collision. Martin's collision repair. For the right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Learn more at martinscollision.com. And Capisi involved in two consecutive collisions with Christian Gibson on the near side. Yeah, this pass offense is just uh, different guys every time. Somebody crossing across the middle when uh, two guys running uh, straight up the field and then a back swinging to the sideline. But it, uh, it's different guys all the time that are doing it. Adkins deep down the seam, and that was almost an INT for BYU. Ends up being incomplete. Jalen Vickers? Was it, who was that there? It was not Vickers. It was uh, Criddle. It's Criddle. Matt Criddle. Yeah, right with the ball, does a nice job of going up and uh, almost has the interception. Isaiah Armstrong out there along with Criddle, Gavin Fowler, Jared Capisi, Jalen Vickers is out there. BYU playing that five under, two man deep zone. BYU brings the four as Adkins dumps it off left to Boone. Boone tackled by Capisi wow. again. Jared Capisi <laughs> has put the pop on. I'll say. He's been involved in three tackles, and they've all been ones you can hear in our mics. Yeah. <laughs> gets a run up at him. Uh, the guy has got his back to him, and it just gets to unload. Yeah, I believe he started his career as uh, or here at BYU as a receiver. Empty for Atkins. 8.25 to go. Third and seven, New Mexico State. Shuffling the feet and firing incomplete. And it should have been caught. Anthony Muse across the middle had it in his hands. And there's, there's a few a, too many drops for New Mexico State tonight. There's a chance we're going to see 50 incompletions. You know, we were thinking, does he have 50 throws yet? Well, he's, he's nearing 40 incompletions. He's 25 for 60, so 35 clock-stopping incompletions. BYU's had 16 incompletions. Wow. New Mexico State almost three times that many. Peyton Theisler's going to punt it away. A rugby to the right. Barely got it through bodies. Again, a low bouncer. And the danger of it hitting people is pretty real. The last couple weeks you've seen a bunch of punts that have just really been an adventure in terms of who they might hit on the way down. All the way down to the BYU 16-yard line. First and 10 Cougars. 8.06 to play. Still 8.06 to play. Still 8.06. Yeah. Yeah, so we're at about uh, three hours, 20 minutes and counting here. 
And that would be pretty close to the end of a normal. I kind of figure three and a half. I, I'm always like, I'm a, I'm a 305 guy. You're a 305? Oh, yeah, the games are shortened. Since they made the clock changes a couple years ago, it's it's rare that a game gets past 315. I wish all of, I have all of the game recaps, the final books, but not all of them have the time that they played. I was really disappointed that. Oh, you're going to go through it. I don't know about that. <laughs> Tanner Mangum. Mangum's under center. First down and 10. Fly sweep to Milne. Dax Milne running left. Cut back up at the numbers and has a 9 Nullis 10-yard gain. Okay, I'm going to retract what I said about the time of game. <laughs> you said 3.5 is pretty average. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, New Mexico State has played a 301 and a 310, and but most are in the 320 to 340 range. So right what Mark said. Well, I hate it there's when I'm you, right, there's, there's Greg. Be- no, there's a reason you've done this 38 years, because you've been right no. to last that long. Because if I'm ever right, that means I have to c- correct you another time, and then I'm always wrong. I'm only right once out of 12 times. Okay, well, I'm going to give you something else here in a second. Don't too carried away there. we got something else to talk about. Algier takes the handoff from Mangamon. Second and one. Got the first down. Running left. So BYU played ten games coming into tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Here's some of the BYU game times. 245. What? 252. 303. 307. 307. Those were California time. <laughs> They're West Coast time. Their longest game was a 329. <laughs> Uh, so so that, that's why I was thinking what I was thinking. All, All right. these short games BYU was playing. I see. It's the well, I can't look at New Mexico well, State good. stuff because they're nuts, right? They just throw yeah. 70 times. Good. I, I feel good that I'm not right because I just don't ever want to be right when I correct you. And I just feel better that I wasn't just completely crazy when I said right. what I said. It's first and 10 from the 27 of BYU. There's a game going on here. 639 to play. Flag flies as Algier runs it left as he nears the boundary. He's dropped after a minimal game. It's another offsides against New Mexico State. Two straight weeks, though, Mark, right? Almost no penalties. Yet. Yeah, last week was was really a good one for that. Offside, defense, number one in the neutral zone of the snap. Five-yard penalty, first down. So, Achille Davis, uh, here are two things I wanna, I'm going to do on this next play. I'm going to isolate on Louis Lapuahu because I really like Louis, and I'm glad that he's out there playing right now. And then I'm going to uh, watch and see what Achille Davis does, and maybe they'll throw it to him. Achilles wide right. First and five at the 32 of BYU. The clock inexorably towards zeros at 622 and rolling. Mangum Shaka with Lopini Katoa. There's the clap. There's the snap. There's the give. And Lopini gets ridden down far side on first and five. Just maybe a yard if that. Maybe not even that. The clock didn't stop. It's kept in bounce. Second and five. No game. Just under six minutes. So BYU back in the postseason mix after a year away from postseason play. Six and five after tonight. Look to finish it off right. Doing something BYU hasn't done in quite a while. Defeat Utah. Try and do it in Salt Lake next week. Yeah, and it'll be three in a row for BYU. A stretch of uh, three games that... uh, Too bad, Louie. Louie got a little lean just before the snap. 
Second penalty against BYU is all. Two for each team. 5.20 to go. The clock stops. I can now see the breath of the players on the field. Yeah, so Mitchell must be right. It is. False start. Offense, number 73. Five-yard penalty. Second down. And I don't know that Louie had gotten into a game before tonight. Oh, yeah. Had he? Oh, well, he? he's on the field goal. Uh, I, think, I, I guess I, I should amend uh, uh, a scrimmage play. Uh, a, yeah, yeah. A, an offense play. Uh, a little. Because he's a guy I look for. Had a tremendous ability and, uh, man, a scary surgery. He's a guy we like a lot. Great personality. Clap of the hands. The handoff to Algier, and he is snowed under on second and ten. He'll go to thumb. Flags at the end of that. Uh, late hit. So uh, in this situation, New Mexico is bringing everybody right on the snap of the ball now, knowing that BYU is going to run the football. Maybe they're even going head-to-head. Officials conversing at the far side of the field. BYU going left to right here in the fourth quarter. And leading it 45-10, to 10, 4.50 to play. Here comes a call from Steve Barrett. I think. There is no foul on the play. Third down. Okay, talked about it. Jacob Jimenez in there at uh, center right now. So I imagine that uh, most of the offensive linemen right now are a change. Chandran Herring still in there. So all the inadvertent flag did was just stop the clock for a minute. It's now rolling at 445. BYU 8 of 15 on third downs. We've seen 37 third down tries tonight. <laughs> wow. Good gravy. 8 that for is. 22 for New Mexico State. 8 for 15 for BYU. Mangum shotgun. It's third and 13. Got to let him throw it. Steps up to throw it, slips, goes deep down the middle. It's uh, between Milne and Davis incomplete. Yeah, Keeley locked up with that uh, cornerback, couldn't get back to the football. Pretty good defensive play. So fourth and 13, and BYU punts it away. BYU's average to 6.7 yards per play. It's a very healthy number. Only 3.7 for New Mexico State. Danny Jones, the Aussie, will get a punt. This will please his countrymen I mentioned earlier. The McSweeney's and the Armstrongs from Perth and Sydney are here tonight seeing some BYU football. Danny Jones, one of theirs from Essendon, Australia, will boot it away. Rugby left or Aussie rules football left. (laughs) Off a hop and a bobble but to a teammate or who got it? BYU's in position. Two Aggies, one Cougar and I think BYU got, yes, BYU ends up with the football at the 46-yard line of New Mexico State. Returner caught it on the run off a hop and then quickly bobbled it. Gavin Fowler has the recovery for BYU. The ruling on the field is that the ball was touched by a member of the receiving team, recovered by a member of the kicking team. First down, BYU. So the offense back out with 4.09 to go. See if BYU can, well, you know, even if they get it close to the end zone. Kalani's been the kind of guy that won't try and score if it's very, very late in the game and they can kneel it out. See what they do here. Mangum is back out. And they're only going to throw on a third long. Algier, the lone setback. Algier had a big run that ended one yard shy of the end zone. Then BYU threw a pick on the next play. Milne 
fly sweep, give to Dax. Turns the corner at the boundary and stepped out of bounds. After a gain of five. Second and five. <laughs> 41-yard line of New Mexico State. 45-10. BYU leads it. 3.45 to play. So, Mark, what this does tonight, give BYU six wins and makes it so that we get two more games together. Yeah. Not just one. Start the string of bowl games again. (laughs) Mangum shotgun. Fly sweep again, this time left to right for Dax Milne. Milne rocked after a gain of a couple on second and five. Third down and short coming up for BYU. I thought that play had a little more promise. The, The defense was a little more spread out. Had an opportunity to maybe slip through there, but uh, once he's tried to make his move upfield, got hit pretty solidly. All right, 37-yard line of New Mexico State. It is third down and one for BYU. The outcome of this game has long since been assured. Only question now is the final score we'll see, 45-10. BYU was very close to making it 52-10, but they threw a pick from the one-yard line last time. Wing back and a wide receiver to the right. They motion Milne. They hand off Katoa. And Katoa on third and one needed some work to get there and didn't get there. Lost a yard maybe. So a lot of stutter stepping and too much of it. So on fourth and short, Tanner Mangum runs off the field, but no one else does. He's getting the play play. call. They're going to go for it on fourth down here. Quarterback sneak. Uh, Two yards. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say most sneaks go for, you know, to end up going for two or three yards. Yeah. So fourth and two from the 38 of New Mexico State. Two minutes to go. In motion Milne. They give on fly sweep. Dax hesitated, and he is lost. And BYU turns it over on downs. Loss on the play, running it left. They ran about three or four fly sweeps to Dax Milne here in the last few moments. So BYU with a couple of chances to really pour it on that went begging here tonight. But it's all good, 45-10. First and 10 Aggies thrown 41-yard line. Atkins stays in at quarterback. Right-hander pulls it down and goes down. 145 to go. Sack of Josh Atkins by Devin Kofusi. That's his first career sack. Oh, really? Playing in place of injured brother Corbin, whose season ended prematurely. Devin Kofusi with the tackle for loss and the sack of Atkins. Nice job. 130 in the clock rolling. Second down, 14 for New Mexico State. The give to Huntley. Huntley on second and 14. Gets about five. Third down and nine coming up. And we're 115 to play. Somebody reached out and uh, just grabbed onto a jersey and stretched it out. And then uh, got help from his friends. New Mexico State has one regular season game remaining. And they'll be playing a second yeah. regular season game against Liberty at Liberty next week. Yeah, they played the other one at Las Cruces. It's the old home and home in the same season. 
Atkins throws far side, low, incomplete. So fourth and nine for New Mexico State with 52 seconds to play. Well, you go for it. Oh, go for it. You know that BYU is just going to down it. Punt team out. Yeah, the punt team's out there. BYU will then kneel it out, and this game will be over. A Dylan Collier return would be cool. Yeah. A little too deep again. This guy's just hitting line drives and rolling them, so he's got to creep up. Creep up. Get up there, Dylan. Off the bounce. Bounces away from Dylan. And we'll go inside the 15 to the 14. So with 44 seconds to go, now 42 when they stop it. BYU will take a knee, do it again, and this game will be over. 45-10 will be your final score. So, uh, home season has come to a close with a 35-point win. It was the 10th punt of the night for New Mexico State, by the way. Wow. 10. I think I played in a game against New Mexico, and they punted 10 times, and that at the time was a record against BYU. I imagine it's much higher than that now. So that was a tenor, and here is a tanner to end the game with a couple of knees. Tanner Mangum takes a snap, drops back, takes a knee, and he won't even, might even not even take the second one. Nope, he waited, it's over. Yeah, he waited until yep. it got inside 40 seconds. So it's over. That's your final snap. BYU won't need to take another knee. Your final score will be 45-10. to 10. BYU over New Mexico State. Mark Lyons, we get to call a final score together in this building for a final time. Yep. 45-10. to 10. You know, sometimes we project uh, what we think could be a possible ending of the game. We kind of prognosticate as to what might be the final score and Mitchell Jurgens and I ended up choosing the same score today, 45 to 10. That's it was a uh, nice foreshadowing right there. Yeah. It's all we're, for you there, Mark. We're not under attack. Those are fireworks. <laughs> and uh, certainly a lot of fun to see the celebration of the final home game here at uh, Lavelle, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. All right, senior night. And uh, Mark Lyons' farewell night goes the Cougars' way, 45-10. Post-game recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On a night in which a BYU gains 510 yards total offense, the Cougars cruise to a 45-10 decision. The Cougars score in every quarter, 7 in the first, 24 in the second, 7 in the third, 7 in the fourth, ends up being 45-10. Zach Wilson, 12 for 26, buck 72, no touchdowns, no picks. Tanner Mangum, 1 for 3, 21 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. Lopini Katoa, 155 rushing yards on only 19 carries, an average of 8.2, and he had four rushing touchdowns. Matt Hadley, two rushing scores, and Riley Burt ran it well, uh, 10 for 61. Those are your leading ground gainers for BYU. Dallin Holker, four catches, 76 to pace BYU. Receiving tonight. No touchdown receptions for the Cougars. The turnover battle end up going to BYU a plus one. BYU had two giveaways and the Aggies three on this night. Josh Atkins 25 for 61 for 264. One touchdown, two picks. Christian Gibson ran seven times for 30. OJ Clark six catches for 65. Those are your leading numerical guys for New Mexico State. 
BYU ends up with 25 first downs to the Aggies 20. BYU ends up 8 for 17 on third downs to the Aggies 8 for 23. The Cougs ran 81 plays, 81 high for BYU, 87 for New Mexico State. Yards per play, BYU 6.3, the Aggies 3.6. Possession time went to the Cougars by 5 minutes. Turnover margin is noted to BYU at plus one. The Cougars had five sacks of the quarterback in this game and six tackles for loss total. Final score, 45-10. Mark Lyons tells us how we got to this final score. Well, uh, I'll just go quickly through this first half. New Mexico State scored on a 17-yard pass to Drew Dan. Matt Hadley then scored two touchdowns. Lapini Katoa then scored two touchdowns. And Skylar Southam kicked a 23-yard field goal, and that halftime score was 31-7. So then, as we go to the third quarter, BYU was able to move the ball 78 yards in nine plays, and here was the touchdown score. Here's the tailback. handoff. Lopini's got the first down. He's got the touchdown. Lopini Katoa, up the middle he goes for 14 yards and another score. Katoa with the hat trick tonight. Three for Lopini. Skyler Southam good with a PAT, 38 to seven, and then uh, Dylan Brown kicked a 33-yard field goal for New Mexico State, and uh, making it 38 to 10. And then we moved to the fourth quarter, and uh, Katoa was still on the run. And uh, this one was a 40-yarder. Emotion, Simon, the handoff, Katoa, and Katoa goes left. And down the left sideline, stays on his feet inside the 30 to the 25, 23-yard line of New Mexico State. And BYU has a 100-yard rusher, Lopini Katoa, over 100 on that carry. Uh, it was 50 yards. So uh, Katoa then uh, finally finishes the scoring with the touchdown on that drive. The handoff to Lopini. He runs it left off tackle left and back into the end zone. His home for the night. That's four touchdowns for Lopini Katoa, and BYU goes up 44-10. Final score of the night is Skyler Southam kicking that extra point and making that final score 45-10 in favor of BYU. All right, postgame coverage coming up, including uh, coach and player conversations and a lot more from Cougar Nation, too. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.